Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell, and this is History and Comments for Friday, the 20th day of August, 2021. 1833, future President Benjamin Harrison is born in Southern Ohio. At the age of 21, Harrison moved his young family to Indianapolis, where he will spend the rest of his life. In 1888, he defeats Grover Cleveland for President of the U.S., and then of course Cleveland returned the favor at the next term. Benjamin is the 23rd U.S. President. His grandfather, William Henry Harrison, was the ninth President. And an earlier grandfather was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. 1882, Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture is first performed in Moscow, Russia. Whether you realize it, you are familiar with at least a portion of that piece. A portion was used, or was co-opted, into the classic theme song for the Lone Ranger series. Late summer and fall are fire seasons in the West, and it's hard, of those, it's hard for those of us living in the East, and especially the Northeast, to realize how integral wildland fire is to Western society. There's a lot in the news these days about large fires, and they are historical, but large fires are not new. In the summer of 1910, conditions in northern Iowa, Idaho, western Montana, and eastern Washington are critical and there are possibly 3,000 small fires burning in the region. Then the weather takes a turn for the worse and the winds reach hurricane strength. The event will, is still studied in wildland fire circles as the great blow up. Several towns are destroyed in the process and in two days the fires raged at its peak and estimated 3 million acres burned, an area roughly the size of the state of Connecticut. One of the heroes of the blow up was forester Ed Pulaski. Today, Pulaski is better known for the combination axe grubbing hoe that he designed and is still used as the primary tool on wildland fires today. The father and son architect duo of Eliel and Aero Saarinen are both born on August the 20th, the elder in 1873 and the younger in 1910. The family immigrated from Finland in 1923. Both father and son, along with a list of other architects, submitted plans for a memorial to be built in St. Louis to the westward expansion. Younger Arrow got the nod, designing what we now know as the St. Louis Gateway Arch. Arrow also designed one of the neatest buildings around, the John Deere Administrative Center. Set in the lush rolling hills southeast of Moline, Illinois, the Admin Center has an external steel frame that was intended to develop a protective layer of rust. And those are just two of Arrow's works. The Dulles Airport Terminal outside of Washington, D.C. And closer to home, the North Christian Church in Columbus, Indiana are other examples. Country singer Jim Reeves is born in 1923. Reeves was a regular on the country music charts in the 50s and early 60s. While the genre may be known for twangy, Reeves had a silky smooth voice that could cross over to a wider audience. Air Force veteran, Texas congressman and presidential candidate from two parties, Ron Paul is 86 today. 1938, Luke Gehrig hits his 23rd Grand Slam, a record that will stand for 75 years. It's amazing how many of the early records, especially in baseball, stood for so long. Television journalist Connie Chung is 75. Australian actor John Noble is 73. Noble is known for his role in the Fox television series Fringe and as Denethor in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. 
American-born British actor Andrew Garfield is 38. Garfield is one of several actors to play the superhero Spider-Man in film. But a more moving role was as Desmond Doss in the film Hacksaw Ridge. August 20th, 1988. It's known as Black Saturday in the day of wildland fires as they were raging across Yellowstone National Park. The fire season had been rather normal during June and lightning caused fires were evaluated and allowed to burn themselves out in many cases. During July, there were 18 lightning fires and 11 just done their thing. Then July, which is typically damp, turned dry and officials decided to begin suppressing all fires as a precaution. Over two days in late August, more than 400,000 acres burned in the park. For the year, the number was over 800,000, or more than one-third of the park's land area, including the areas around Old Faithful Geyser. The long-term effects were minimal. Most plants only suffered top burn and quickly regrew. The burns have allowed researchers a place to observe how ecosystems react to fire. And that's history and comments for Friday, August the 20th. It's the weekend. Now go and do something worth remembering.